children of all ages, welcome to Takedown with your host, Craig. <laughs> the nipple conversation I'm, threw me. John. I am not going to get a picture of you tattooed anywhere on me, ever, for any bet. Damn it. What do I do with my teenage boy self? And Jeff the ref. Schedule be damned. Don't make me DQ. Let's get it on. Thanks again for joining us, folks, on T3 Takedown. We are here with the executive vice president of AEW Wrestling. We're here with the inaugural TMT champion himself, the American Nightmare, Mr. Cody Rhodes. Welcome to Takedown. We're so glad you could be here. Thank you guys very, very much. I'm glad to be here. So, obviously, we all watched Double or Nothing on Saturday. It was insane. Uh, you did an amazing job there. How did it feel to actually be in there and be that inaugural TNT champion? I mean, that's a huge deal. Your first, second belt in AEW, that's a big thing. Yeah, I think it, we've been presented with such a unique moment, whereas the presenting network, it's, I, I can't recall that ever happening in wrestling, where the network themselves wanted to have a, a belt that represented them, and they wanted to have their championship usually comes in-house from the creative minds at the company itself. And for them to want it, uh, hopefully showed their commitment to us, our commitment to them. And like you said, to be the first ever with a title in wrestling, uh, that's just, that's not a tenure stat. That's a, that's a unique, specific stat that I have to my name that means the world. I'm still very much adrenaline through the roof from Saturday itself. I stayed up that night till the sun came up just because, giddy over the whole show giddy over being able to do this during these times and giddy over the results we really appreciated the fact that it was such an incredible show we realized that it's a new world in wrestling right now because there are no crowds there but aew seems to be handling that with a expert sense of ease uh the fan base is watching how do you feel well this is a period of time as a big as a, as a big wrestling fan myself and Frankie Zarian said this to me the other night, and it was really special. He said, this will be a period of time that wrestling will kind of want to forget, but they won't be able to forget it because of some of the things that have been presented to them. And that's, that's the ultimate praise. It really is. We have no audience in our, our, we have no audience in the arenas, and what we do in the ring depends so greatly upon that in-arena audience. So to be able to engage specifically the viewer at home because they're still there you know they're sitting on the couch you know a dad and son a family watching wrestling and you've got that obligation to them uh, to be able to not get their feedback but but think and speculate and guess that you're doing a good job and you're doing it correctly uh, and then to kind of find out you nailed it is really really great but it's all on the follow-up we've been able since the beginning of the pandemic to have these safe responsible productions uh, Double or Nothing was absolutely gangbusters. Now what we do on Dynamite is key. We appreciate the fact that we get to watch uh, AEW Dynamite on TNT every Wednesday night at 8, uh, 8 p.m. Um, what we also appreciated in your match was all the callbacks that you guys gave us, that you and Lance Archer gave us during what is obviously a textbook match. You told a great story. But what was it like to bring back one of your favorite moves, like the Stinger Splash, or to pay homage to your father and your brother? I mean, that was just amazing to us as fans. Well, 
every match I think about doing a stinger splash and nearly 99.9% of the time I don't this just <laughs> felt like the right moment. something about Lance and the giant super heavyweight that he is uh, it, it gives me those kind of big Van Vader vibes and that was some of my favorite stuff watching ever was watching the Stinger and Vader go toe-to-toe. I was always terrified for Sting and his, his combination of heavyweight power but light heavyweight, you know, agility with the drop kick and the, the dive and the thing he could, the things he could do. Uh, that, was, that was really fun. And to be able anytime to hit a flip-flop and fly, even though Cole Cabana does a better one, it's no. still within my rights to do it. <laughs> To be able to do it and to be able to do Dustin's final reckoning or final cut, whatever he's calling it this week, uh, that's a really tough uh, type of suplex to execute. And to get it on a guy that, oh, that's nearly seven feet tall, uh, my back certainly didn't feel great the next day, but my uh, my heart was full, so I was glad. It's fine. That's what ibuprofen is for. Um, now, doing yep. things like doing the DDT directly in front of Jake the Snake, I mean, that alone had to be an amazing feeling. Well, Jake, uh, Jake is, you know who he is. You, you look at him, and then when he first came out in Salt Lake, or in Denver, when he first came out and the crowd responds so well, they, they respect him so much, and they love him as a legend. But I, I think Arn's kind of been one of the, the first to pinpoint the fact that, like, Jake is still this skeezy, sleazy uh, SOB like no other. And uh, everything he did with putting the snake on Brandy, it, it was it was poetic justice. It was very apropos. And I, I know how to do a DDT. We all know how to do a DDT. We watched Jake do it. We watched plenty of people do it. Arn do it. Uh, I ended up getting a receipt of my own with the, of the biggest spine buster you could possibly oh, take. Oh, yeah, that but was huge. For, <laughs> for, those, for those few seconds, I felt good about that DDT. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, I got a question, Cody. Um... We've seen a lot of things on online recently. Tyson's posting some videos of the things he's doing at his age. Can you tell us, is he mm-hmm. in person as scary as we think? I mean, he's Mike Tyson. He has the stopping power that no other human being on earth has ever had with knockout power. I did not need to be particularly scared of Mike because he was so excited to see Arn Anderson that it made my the whole experience. He was a very, very sweet and uh, professional person and understood everything that was was asked of him and really fun to be around. He's been a big fan of AEW, but I really enjoyed, he has a love for the legendary wrestling. Uh, you can tell he watched a lot of Crockett stuff, uh, a lot of Florida stuff, but when he saw Arn, uh, his eyes got big and they had a nice moment. And it's one of those moments for me where as much as I think I'm a hot shot, you know, Arn Anderson is Arn Anderson. And it's nice to see him get that respect like that. It was really touching. There's a lot of pictures of them from that day. It was cool to see. Awesome. 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 Hey, Arn is one of my all-time favorites. Um, I want to flip it a little bit on you. You brought up your wife, Brandy. We feel that she is an icon in wrestling and especially in female wrestling. Uh, we've been following along with AEW Heels. Uh, is there anything you can give us a little bit on that? I mean, it just looks like an amazing program. Yeah, what she's doing with heels is is one of her her babies. And as chief brand officer, she's taken like 
almost like a project manager, a culture city. Uh, and she wanted to make us the first sensory inclusive wrestling show. And now she's on the board with KC, and that's wonderful. And that project, she really nurtures and cultivates. This was just something that came to her in terms of the, the women's fan base. We look at the, the data about you know women watching the show and women and the discourse online about the show and the women's fan base about women's wrestling or about really wrestling in general. It's, it's, it's currently pretty freeform, but they've got a real structured system. Uh, they started with the Zoom party. There's going to be discounts on merch. There's going to be announcements made specifically for heels relating to women's wrestling, perhaps signings. Uh, announced on there. The sky's really the limit with that project, and I'm so proud of her because she came up with it on her own, and she, she went out and did it. And uh, that's that's what we like here, people who make decisions. Oh, yeah, it's an amazing program without a doubt. Now, we know you're a busy man, Cody. We know you got a lot of these to do. We thank you very much for joining us. We just have to ask one last question, which is very important, which is how do you feel about the new Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds, that is coming? And are you as excited for it as we are? I'm very, I mean, there's not a Trek I, I, I don't enjoy. I'm very, very uh, into everything that's going on with CBS All Access. I'm in, particularly, I was wearing my Picard sweatshirt around all weekend. It's in every back, you know, house picture we have. Uh, I'm very into what's going on. This is a golden age for Trek fans. We had the 90s, which I didn't watch then. I, got, I caught up on everything with Netflix. Now we're back in a golden age with multiple shows happening and people talking about them. We've got to spread the word because we got to keep them alive. So as a, as, a, as a fellow Trekkie and a new Trekkie at that, let's go. Let's boldly go. Completely agree, sir. Thank you so much for joining us again, folks. You can check out AEW Dynamite on TNT every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. And we appreciate you for being here, Cody. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks, Jim. Thank you so much. Podcast Network. Thoughts. Theories. Talk.